No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me. Super Bowl 55. Yep. Couple days away. Brady versus Mahomes. Storylines galore. But they talking Kelsey versus Gronk. Who's the best tight end of all time? All that. We're going to get into it all. Super Bowl 55. We're going to break that down. Then we'll talk a little bit of NBA, and uh, LeBron does not want to play the All-Star game. Thinks the All-Star game is a waste. He's like, yo, look, I came out on a short season. I did everything y'all asking for. Now y'all want me to go play an exhibition in the middle of a pandemic in Atlanta who hasn't closed. I've had enough. <laughs> He's fed up. I've had enough. He's fed up. <laughs> we're going to talk, uh, talk NBA All-Star with LeBron, and then we'll close it. Carson Wentz on the move, allegedly. Allegedly. Bears are major players. We're going to do a little uh, We're gonna do a little uh, quarterback talk. Me and Quick just had an interesting discussion as well. We might touch on that. Uh, Big Nick the Quick, what's happening? What's the business? Super Yo, Bowl week. Super Bowl week, Super Bowl weekend. We're locked and loaded. Shout out everybody watching. Shout out our boy Cody P, always locked in. Hey, let me tell y'all a quick story, man. I tap in with Big Nick the Quick. We're talking Valentine's Day presents. I'm like, look, quick, man. Let's go ahead. Get this, get, get this present we need locked in. He's like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. I got it. Don't worry about it. And something told me, I was like, man, I need to get on this, man. I need to order this before it sells out. I need to get this locked in ASAP quickly. So I was like, I woke up. I was like, okay, I'm going to take care of it. I did it in the morning. About an hour and a half sold out right after that. <coughs> I was feeling good. I appreciate you, though, Nick, man. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. At least I'll let, you, I'll let you know about it, man. You know, you could have been sent <laughs> off. You could have been I, sent off and you could have bought those like, uh, yeah. I don't even want to, without saying too much of what it was. Yeah, for sure. Nah, you good. You good. Yeah. You good. I appreciate you, dude. You did. Yeah. You just. You just send the layup. I let y'all know. I told y'all this is an easy one. Go ahead and, and do it. You know what I mean? I can. You can lead a horse to water. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you, and you drink everybody else. But that deal is crazy. Um, I didn't realize how crazy of a deal it was. But yeah, I, I had to get it a little bit early. But yeah. Yeah. Sure. No. Nah, go ahead. I, and tell, I, I go locked ahead. in. No, nah, go ahead and tell the people what you're talking about. I got headphones oh, yeah. on. My, it's my 50, uh, you get 50 roses from Costco. So the reverse deal prior to Valentine's Day was 50 roses for Costco from Costco for 50 bucks, which or $40, which if you ever buy roses, flowers, any of that shit, Dog. it's a racket. A racket. Beyond a racket. <laughs> Beyond a racket. Like you go in there <laughs> thinking you're about to spend the dub, you come out $75 later. Like, trust me, it, it happened. Yes. Um, so it was a good deal. And then for balance, and that includes delivery. And then for Valentine's Day, they made it $55. But I had got them like a week early, and they're still out right now. They're big. You're gonna love them. They're big ass roses. They look great. Hop on the Costco website, man. There's a couple varieties left. The red is over with, but you might still have to catch the white, catch the pink yeah, if you're man. into that, whatever it might be. But Fellas, it was a lick. It's a lick. Easy, don't, easy. Easy money. Don't it's uh, just an easy, like, little thing that's going to go a long way. Go I can tell you it will turn into a nice week for me, man. So, yeah, go ahead and make it happen. $40, $50 is nothing. 
Dog, I tried to tell some of the older older heads about it, and they were like, oh, no, I already spent enough money on this and that. I'm like, y'all, all right, whatever. Only y'all shit go a long way. Yeah, it goes a long way. Yo, fellas, don't forget Valentine's Day. That shit's next week, man. Shit's creeping yeah. up. Dog, shit's what are you, are you a big Valentine's Day guy? No. Me it doesn't, Yo, bro, it doesn't matter what you are, though. You feel me? See, my, my lady's not. So is your, your, your lady. Well, that's big, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it don't really matter. <laughs> nah, see, you're not getting me. Their birthdays are in <laughs> April, so you ain't hitting me in the in the December then the February, then the April. I can't do it, man. You got to pick one: birthday f- or Valentine's Day. I feel it. I feel it. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's jump into it. Super Bowl Fifty Five. A lot going on. We already talked about. We touched on a little bit uh, earlier in the week. Obviously, Brady versus Mahomes. Big storylines all over the place. <clears throat> the spread is three. Across the board, for the most part, I saw a couple three and a halves. I know a lot of people had three and a halves at minus one fifteen as well. So at some point during the week, Bucks and let me ask you this, because I know a lot of people. I want to. I want your opinion on how much. How much are you putting into the game being in Tampa, and Tom and those boys get to sleep at home, and I guess it's a little less hoopla. This is probably the most regular feeling Super Bowl yeah, of all time, right? No crazy media week, or any, I didn't watch any of that. I mean, I know they had some Zoom media week, but you know, Super Bowl media week is always a spectacle, and you didn't have that this year. So, I'm sure right. it's a regular week, and I'm sure that uh, the Chiefs got in. They've probably been in Tampa for two weeks now, right? I mean, I'm sure they got in right after right after the game. If I'm Andy Reid, we're going down a couple days after the AFC Championship game. So, um, I think there's an. Adv- <sighs> I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big of an advantage to be completely honest with you. I think yeah. had it been like a crazy week and you're not sleeping at home, yes, but I think it's just like any other road game at this point cuz you, your media obligations are nowhere near what they would normally be in the Super Bowl. I think normally like to do all that shit and then go sleep in your own bed, like that would be great. You know what I mean? And then wake up for practice yeah. after having seen your family and all that. But I think with this with the pandemic and all of it being virtual, it's just like another road game. Uh, for the Chiefs, and again, with the fact that you got two weeks, you have that extra week to kind of get settled in, and now by this time this week, you've, you're really settled into wherever you're staying at in Tampa. Um, I think the advantage has kind of disappeared. Yeah, it's interesting <clears throat> because it's never happened before, obviously. No one's ever played in their home stadium uh, in a Super Bowl. They do get to go home, and I think it kind of is an advantage because this feels just like a regular home game. Kinda, it's just like another week. We played three straight road games to get into the Super Bowl for the, in the playoffs. Now we're at home and we just play a home game. I mean, it's the Super Bowl, but it doesn't have a lot of that. Just like you were saying, a lot of that outside noise bullshit that's going on, and we kind of could just show up and go to work. And yeah. we didn't we didn't have to travel. We kind of can get settled and and worry about it that way. I think it's interesting. I wanted to see if if, if you thought that was a an advantage it, of any way, shape, or form. Maybe using your it is in the facility. sense that it's never happened before, and you, you know, know they I'm have saying? that natural advantage. It's never happened before, but I don't think it's even more enhanced because it's the Super Bowl. You know, I think you kind of framed it right. It's a, it's an advantage because you're playing at home, but it's not any more special. Like had it been that regular Super Bowl situation, I think it definitely would have been an advantage, like a huge advantage to play at home. Yo, is this the was, first time since the first one that um, Tom has ever gotten points on the Super Bowl? Um, there's no way he was laying any, uh, that he was, uh, giving, that he getting points from the giants on either of those. Yeah. The Eagles was, Super Bowl. He, 
He was favored in both. He was favored in the Eagles Super Bowl. He was favored in both the Giants Super Bowls. He was favored in the Falcons Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I think he would have to go back to the first one, right? The Rams. The Rams were definitely yeah, favorites in that, to, in that just game. To, I, off the top of my head, yeah, it might be. I can't think of one where he was, yeah. Yeah, it might be. It might be the second time that he's been an underdog in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can't see them ever going to a Super Bowl in New England as the underdogs outside of that first one. And he's one and zero. I'll tell you, uh, who would have who would have took advantage of a, a home Super Bowl was Belichick. Motherfuckers, <laughs> Mike. Motherfuckers, Mike's would have been going out. <laughs> yeah. <Damn it>. yeah. <laughs> cold, no, cold water in the shower. What? Yeah. Man. What? Hey man, uh, we don't got any food. We got these sandwiches. They would have been in that Firefest food. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can you, anything at the stadium would have been a hassle. <laughs> yeah, pain in the yeah. ass. Hey, yeah. roads would have been shut down from the hotel. Everything. Bro. Everything. Oh my god. No, yeah. It's, maybe it's not. <laughs> it would have been all up in the yeah. facilities. Like, oh my what, god. What, can, what can we manipulate? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so at least it's not. They don't have to worry about aliens. They don't have to worry about Bruce. No, nah, Bruce that. is Bruce is kicking it, man. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's get into the game. A lot of talk about that I've been hearing this week is like who has more talent, who's more who has more weapons. What do you think are the keys to the game? We were just talking about the previous game. Well, let's talk about the previous game and then we'll get into the keys. We were just watching that we rewatched the the previous game. Um, what was that week? I think it was week eight or nine. Yeah. I think it was week eight or nine. Uh Chiefs 24-17. But it, it looks a lot closer than it was, at least early. That was the game, as you know, Sheeta went crazy in the first quarter. It was 17 0 at one point. How do you feel? Just let me I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this question to you as well. If you don't feel like the, the home field advantage is a big deal, do you think it's a how much weight do you carry in that first matchup when they first locked horns in Tampa and the Chiefs came out on top by a touchdown? Um, yeah, I, I know we like to talk about like, man, a lot of times by the time you get to this point in the season, that stuff doesn't matter because teams have evolved and matured and stuff like that. I just think the way that that game started with Tyreek Hill having 200 receiving yards in the first quarter, there's no way that that's not in the mind of your defense, of your defense, especially your DBs. Right. Um, I think they said Davis got burnt for, for his share of it was nine catches for 211 yards. If a guy hangs 200 plus yards on you, <laughs> especially in that fashion and that embarrassing and a lot of it coming in the very beginning of the game, you absolutely think about it and you absolutely it's in your head. How you respond to it is one thing, right? You're either going to take that and, you know, it, it's not going to get in your way and make you make dumb plays or you're going to be so wrapped up and not getting burnt up again. And Tyreek Hill knows that and he's an animal. And he's going to take advantage of that. So I think that aspect of it, that part of it, and the fact that Mahomes threw for 460 yards, your defense is 100% thinking about that. I will say this. The fact that they looked so good last week against Aaron Rodgers and looked so good against that Packers line and the fact that the Chiefs line is is hurt right now, I think they're missing their right tackle, their left tackle. Uh, they might have some injuries on the interior as well. Um that Bucks D line looks a lot better than they did earlier in the year. And I think that they're going to be licking their chops for that matchup. Uh, but I'm worried about their secondary, though. Their secondary for sure. But yeah. That, JPP that, and uh, my man's the other guy. Yeah. Tampa's D line has been <sighs> insane for two full seasons now. Yeah. Like if you go back to that Jameis Bucks team, their defense 
kept them afloat. Their defense has been sturdy. Yeah, I think what? I think that Jameis team won eight games, though. And he threw 60 picks. Shout out my man's in the barbershop. Nothing better than old black dudes um, who, who want to sit there and tell you that Jameis would have done the same thing with these bucks if he had been given a chance. Is that <laughs> what? Last week in the shop, yeah. And I was like, like yeah, he was dead ass. And they didn't yeah. give Jameis no shot. And I was like, they let him throw for 5,000 yards. Oh, they gave him too many, <laughs> too many shots. Shot. He got he's too like, many man, shots. He's like, man, Jameis would have done the same thing. They didn't give him no weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so salute my man's the barbershop but yeah no um you're right that the bucks d line has been going crazy and looked absolutely insane last week um yeah those boys looked hungry so i think yeah. that's that's the real matchup because uh again the chiefs got some injuries on that line yeah jpp barrett are the two big dogs cody barrett, just yeah. said in, cody just said in the chat that jpp wins the mvp if they win the game so that's a Tell him to stay away from fireworks afterwards, and we'll, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yo, yo, chill, <laughs> don't chill. celebrate too hard, fam. <laughs> hey, yo, no, chill, chill, get some sparklers. Chill, chill. Get some sparklers. Hey, shout out JPP, man. No one, <laughs> no low key, no one brings that up anymore. He nah. he he literally blew his hand off and came back and has been just as impactful. In a contract year, remember he was, he was negotiating a contract. And he blew his hand off. Blew his hand off in a contract year. Yeah, bro. This. The Giants and their players and the accidents that they inflicted on themselves. We got a player shot himself in the club. We were talking about that in the barbershop last week, too. You're talking about uh, Plexico. Plexico. He shot himself in the club in sweatpants, bro. Pulled up in the club with with a with a piece on him, with a pole, with a pole on him with sweats on him. Unbelievable shit. Unbelievable shit. So let me ask you this. They talk, <laughs> they're talking about weapons, and you just highlighted how Cheetah went crazy and how that's going to be on their mind. Yep. Man, I I'm I don't even feel really comfortable saying that. This, what I'm about to say, but I feel like Kelsey is more of a weapon to them than Cheetah. I see Kelsey as like they try to get they legit try to get Kelsey the ball every as much as humanly possible. Well, he catches a, everything. If it's a shovel pass with like the little run action, <clears throat> yeah. The 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 ball over the middle. I mean, they try to go to him as as much as humanly possible. Now, I think it's just human nature that if a guy burns you for two two hundred plus in the first half, that's going to be the first thing you try to stop. And well, and a guy who also in in the last playoff game had 273 yards, so he's coming in hot. Right. No, yeah. like, well, duh, we we know what time it is. If he gets, well, listen, I, I I'll say this: they're going to kind of attack you. How whatever you give them, if you if you give them Tyreek one on one, they're going to try to kill you. With over that. with. But that's what I'm saying. I think the Bucks are going to come in and be like, "Yo, we cannot let that happen again." And here are the adjustments made, and then. I don't know what you do with Kelsey and the rest of the guys. So it's tough. That's uh yeah. And that's why, well, I mean, Levante David is, has had a great year and obviously I think he's going to be the one that's going to be matching up with Kelsey and he's great in coverage, but yeah, no, Kelsey is, it, it's similar to Gronk. They're different players, but in the sense that remember in those Patriots here, whenever Gronk, uh, Tom need to catch, need a first down, it's just dump it off to Gronk. He's always open and he catches everything. Yeah. Always you- open, catches everything. Always open catches everything. That's a good one. That, that was the that, that was Gronk. Gronk was all catches everything. Remember, it was the what was the Super Bowl? The last one that they had. The uh, 
Who was the that, last team that, they beat? That bullshit win against the Rams? Was against like against 13, the Rams. 13 to 6 or something. The shit? Gronk down the sideline catch. You knew where Brady was going. Everybody knew where Brady was going. Yeah. And Gronk, Gronk had been hadn't done anything the entire game. That was by <laughs> that was by far the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen. I've, watch, I've yeah. ever watched. Yeah. Who was the uh who was the per halftime for that? I don't know. Um, that 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 whole shit was ass. probably Bruno Mars or some shit. No, no, shout out Bruno. Bruno's Bruno shit was was legendary. Oh, wasn't that was Yo, Bruno the Falcons here? That was when they went back to back. They went. I think they went Destiny's Child, yeah. and then Bruno, or it was not. Oh, it was Destiny's Beyonce. Child, it was Beyonce. That oh, Beyonce year. killed it. Beyonce's was they had, about it. They <laughs> had a couple years back to back where it was crazy. They need, they need to get Rihanna out there. Are you, are you not excited for the weekend? I am excited for the weekend. Oh, that's a great. That's going to be a good show. I heard he puts on a good show, but I mean, I, you know, I'm just uh, where is where is Riri? Yeah, nah, she's spending she's spending that skincare money. We <laughs> <laughs> don't got to make music. I uh, I I've seen um our you boy seen, the you, weekend. You seen live. Abel? I've seen Abel live. He was pretty good. Yeah, he seems like he'd be pretty dope. He's got. I like the upbeat shit for the Super Bowl. Like that J Lo shit last year was tough. Yeah. I feel like all my favorite Abel songs are like slower, more calm vibes. Yeah, like, but even how they're slower, he can perform them in a way that brings energy. Like that uh you. he said, don't worry. Like parts of that song are slow, but you can make that he's got a no, he's got so many tracks. Yeah. You're gonna forget track. about some shit that's like, oh yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. He does have a lot of tracks. Yeah. Okay, we got a little. We got. They need to get know. Drake. They need to get Drake to do it. I feel like. No, Drake would be a crazy. Drake, Drake would be the craziest one that they could have, just because he's got so many songs, and he'd be and it's kid friendly. Like Drake's not gonna pull out a titty at the Super Bowl. You don't gotta worry about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yo, if you had to take a prime Kelsey or a prime Gronk, who are you taking? Prime Gronk. Yeah. Yeah, just the the red zone, the red zone stuff, the scoring touchdowns, the size, the fact that he was such a great blocker. Gronk was so good for what they did for so many years. I think they're the if he, when he was healthy, like yeah, it was he was on. Nah, Gronk is so much bigger. I think like, Gronk's the, like six eight. I think they're the exact same player. They're both. They're probably going to be. They're they're going to be going on some of the best of all time. Yeah. I think, like you said, Gronk is just a better blocker in the run game. He was actually sensational. In the run game, great blocker. He, and he, yeah, it's like insane blocker. Yeah, right? like a great, like not just good. Like he blocked. Like no, he was an impact blocker. Like he made a difference blocking yeah. for you in the run game. Yeah, so yeah. that that is where he gets the nod. But they both are big. They both catch everything. And yo, say what you want. You're you're never able to say he was the best tight end of all time or he was the best wide receiver of all time. Without they they all those guys that you think of. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, uh, Randy Moss, Sterling Sharp, Shannon Sharp, Kelsey Gronk all have some of the best quarterbacks of all time. You know, yep. That's that's why Larry Fitzgerald is one of the best receivers of all time. Imagine if Larry Fitzgerald had not played with one good Kurt Warner year, and that's right. about it. His entire career, he's had one one year of like good quarterback, and now he's at the tail end with Kyler Murray. Yeah, and, didn't all, say, and never said shit. No, nah, he didn't. He didn't, didn't he say just, didn't say a damn thing. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he never and made so, any noise. And dog, I will say, go back to that year they made the Super Bowl. Watch Larry Fitzgerald's playoff run. 
when when you want to talk about wide receiver, like Larry Fitzgerald brought them to the Super Bowl that year. I will die on that hill. He he was so good that year that they made the Super Bowl. And yeah, didn't say a damn thing. Didn't even celebrate. Never asked for a trade. Never said, why am I playing with with John Skelton and Max Hall and fucking uh, who was my man's from the Eagles? Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb. (laughs) Kevin Cobb. Yeah, all these trash quarterbacks. (laughs) Just trash that you rolled out. And all I did was catch everything you threw my way and go about my business. So shout out Larry Fitz. If he retires, shout out Larry Fitzgerald, a legend. Yeah, big time. First ballot. But But yeah, you're right. You're right. It's always funny because it's like, man. Do we even know who like the best tight end of all time is? Because man, I, I mean, some of these dudes like if you gave them a quarterback, like who knows? Like, yeah, it's like man, they're in such good. That's why it's so overrated. Like if you're in some of these positions, like Kelsey, Kelsey, I don't give a fuck what happens. He should never ever play another season without Patrick Mahomes as yeah, his quarterback. That's, that's why Gronk retired. Yeah, exactly. And then came back when Tom went. So, so he said, he even said, I'm only catching balls from Tom oh, Brady. I don't, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Yeah, dog. Like, I'm not going out there running routes for some trash quarterback who's not going to get it to me. I'm not putting my body at risk to go play with some bum. Simple as that. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. So like, I want to have a, I want to play. I, you know why I come back? I came back this year to play in a fucking Super Bowl. So it, I came back to play with Tom Brady, and it's worth it now. And guess I was only what? coming back to play in the Super Bowl. And guess what? Yeah, exactly. Play, right. I'm playing in the Super Bowl. Exactly right. <laughs> Straight like that. All right. Keys to the game. Give them to me, and then we'll get into our picks and why. Keys to the game. Number one is going to be, uh, we already talked about, is going to be Tyreek Hill versus Carlton Davis and that Bucks secondary. Second is going to be the Bucks defensive line versus um, the Chiefs offensive line. And third is Patrick Mahomes versus yeah, I feel that. Versus everybody. Doesn't matter who. Doesn't Patrick matter. Mahomes versus Todd Bowles. Patrick Mahomes versus the Bucks D. Patrick Mahomes versus the secondary. Whoever it is, you need to figure out how much you're going to allow him to do. Because you can't stop him, but you got to figure out how much you're going to allow him to do and how you want to play that. Dude, I think the only way you get – the only way you are can beat him is getting pressure – up the middle, directly up the middle. I'm not talking about outside pressure where he can step up and step yeah, out. He can the step way. up, and it's over with. Step up, step out, and run and run and run. You mean I get direction. right in his face? I'm talking about like col- shit's collapsing, right? And he needs to like back up a power blitz. Yes, like and get the exotic, Sue. sexy shit. Just fucking send straight through yeah. And, and yeah, get in his ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Make that's him how I, I think because <clears> he's mobile enough. Where like that's the thing about Tom. Yeah, he can run. Like, if you've looked at what's happened to Tom and, like, what's been going on and when he struggles, we already know he can't deal with pressure. But yeah. you could bring that stuff off the edge against him. They uh, In the previous matchup, they blitzed him on 47 or 48%. I can't remember the exact uh, number. They blitzed him on 47 or 48%. That was the highest uh, of the season. Um, They blitzed Tom Brady in that previous matchup. The Chiefs did. Yeah. And it, he played – if you go back, go back and watch that game. If you if if you want to get a feel of like the dominance that the Chiefs were doing early on in that game, go back and watch that game. The Bucks were getting ready to get run out the building, and the the Bucks scored some late touchdowns. Brady looked super off, like he has in quite a bit of spots this season. 
but not over the past six weeks since they've kind of figured it out. My Arians adjusted the offense to do what Tom Brady does well. That was the secret. In the beginning yeah. of the year, for, for most of the season, he was trying to throw the ball downfield as much as possible. And Tom was like, hey, it's not what I do. Like, I'll take yeah. my shots when they're there, but let me let me make the plays when, when, when they're available. Yeah, we've, and we've also talked about <laughs> he didn't look very good against New Orleans, but that D is one of the best in the league. And I think it's just a really bad matchup for him. He, yeah. he he didn't look good in both of those matchups, um, but he got the W, got it done. Yeah. It's story, of be his, story of his career. It's going to be interesting. I think uh, no one's talking enough about what Kansas City did to the Buffalo. We were talking about how touted. I know Buffalo came into that game on offense a little slower, but that's still one of the best offenses in the league, and that D gave him a lot of trouble. Sure. So I don't see why they couldn't do that uh, in the Super Bowl with two weeks to prepare. But it also gives Tom two weeks to try to figure out so, what the fuck is going on. And let me ask you this. Are are we sitting around on Monday being like, it's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. What the fuck were we talking about? Like we should have known? Or like are you, you're not surprised if we come out Monday and some Tom Brady shit happens and it's like, yeah, Tom, of course. Duh. Um. Honestly, I think if the Bucks win the game, I don't think it's because Tom went – for 404 touchdowns. But he made you the know, plays that need to be played, made no, but, when they need to be made. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he's not going to come out and light him up and, and have a Tom Brady MVP I, year type game, but in the fourth quarter, if it's close? I think that D is going to have to make a lot of plays and, and get a lot of stops for them to win the game. That's just my opinion. But, yeah, I mean, you can, uh, of course, I, I, honestly, it's so these dudes are so good it could go both ways, right? The Chiefs yeah. win, they were like, "Damn, man!" I mean, Brady's. We know Brady's Brady, but damn, man, we went against Mahomes, and it's like, I, I just have an issue with when I look at both sides. I think Tampa has the better defense, but the Chiefs' defense has been playing better. They uh, on offense, the Chiefs are better, have more O. I think Brady has shown a couple spots where he's looked shaky, even in that game against Green Bay last week. No one said a word about that, by the way. He almost blew that game. No one threw some of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. What? No question. No one's the second it. and third interceptions was two of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. Yo, no one. Me- no one has mentioned those. The, at the all. one where he just launched from from nowhere to nobody was it was it was egregious. Yeah. So <clears throat> Pat hasn't showed. He, Pat hasn't been doing that. He's never had a bad game. Yeah. So hold. I still got the. I still got the graphic. Let me, let me pull that up again. So, like, Pat's not doing that. So, I don't know, man. I think especially with now these guys have been here. They know what to do. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. And I think they put a lot of pressure on them early, and I think it can change the – it just changes the game. I don't think – I don't think it's going to be good if Brady has to drop back and throw it 45 times. I think they're going to have to get Fournette involved. I think they have to get – uh I'm blanking on the other tailback's name. I'm tripping. Rojo. Um, they're gonna Ronald have to Jones get Ronald Jones. They're gonna have to get Ronald Jones involved. So it's interesting. The total has went down from 57 and a half. It's now it opened at 57 and a half. Now it's down to 56. I don't know. Stay tuned. Who you got? I got the Chiefs. Uh, and they and they cover three. I got the um, Chiefs and they cover three. Man, it's so hard for me to go against Tom Brady. Um, but the offensive line injuries for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, are significant. Yes, you lose both of your tackles. Yeah. Like again, 
And that's one of those things, like, we love to talk about how much the offensive line matters until we don't want to talk about how much the offensive line right. matters, right? Like, right. losing two tackles, Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher, who are two very good tackles, like, ask Patrick Mahomes. He's worried about that. Um, yeah, no question. I'm I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going with Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks. Then last week I wasn't there, but I'm going with the Bucks. <clears throat> All right. It should be a good one, man. I'm excited to see what happens. I'll take the uh, I'll go with the Bucks and I'll take the uh the three points. So this is crazy. And I looked this up while we were uh while we were talking, but Cody said the stat that proves that Fitz is at bad QBs is he has more tackles than drops in his career. Larry Fitzgerald has 39 tackles in his career and 29 drops. Yo, that's that fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's an amazing stat. That is an amazing stat. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald has 39 a wide receiver has more tackles. tackles. And how is he getting tackles? He's not playing special teams. Picks. Wow. That's I, I gotta fact check that. Yo, that's I, a crazy I, looked, it, I looked it up because I oh, saw it. it I, I fact checked it. Yeah, it's 39 to 29. I'm wow, looking at it right that's now. Amazing. Shout out Larry Fitz, man. That is that's actually incredible. And he's played, he's played out of 250 career games, he's made 248 starts. Well, no, draft draft yourself a Larry Fitz and keep it moving. Well, dog, is this man <laughs> is this man tackling fifty percent of the picks thrown? Thirty nine, or, or he's just played with some fucking yeah. If he is, that's even better. <laughs> Shows you how dedicated he is. But that's, that's how crazy. bad the fact that he's had that many opportunities to get tackles, like thirty nine. Yeah, like that's how many picks have been thrown on the field in which he's playing football. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. Because he's not playing special teams. He's not. He's not out there. Yeah, he's not a not. gunner on the fucking kickoff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, Shout out, out Larry. Fitz. Hey, free Larry Fitz. Hey, bring him to the Chiefs for just a game. Let him play on Sunday. Let him retire a Chief. Let him retire a Chief. Shout out Larry Fitz. Shout out Larry Fitz, a legend. Yeah. Shout out Larry Fitz. All right, let's move over that's to this NBA one talk. One of the best stats I've ever heard in my entire life. That is, that's an incredible stat. Shout out, Larry. <laughs> that's amazing. Shout out, Cody, for that one. Yeah, shout out, Cody. Always locked in with us. Um, NBA All Star Game. LeBron's not with it. I got, I got the clip. Me and Nick were talking about this. Um, I'm just gonna get into it straight away. Quick background: NBA, essentially preseason. <sighs> sent out a memo saying um, for right now, no all-star game is scheduled and there's a break in the middle of the year, but they never like canceled all-star weekend. Now, as we get closer, they kind of perked up and were like, Hey, don't think we're not having an all-star game and this, that, and the third. And I will say this tons of voting by the fans, like some of the highest numbers in years. Media is obviously clamoring for it because it's more stuff to watch, more advertisements to sell. But here's LeBron James on uh, the All-Star game in Atlanta, possibly. I have zero energy um, and zero excitement about an All-Star game this year. Um, you know, I, I don't even understand why we're having an All-Star game. Um, but it's the agreement that the Players Association and the league came about. Um, you know, short offseason for, for myself and my teammates with 71 days. And then coming to the season, um, you know, we were told that we were not having an all-star game. So we had a, a nice little break, uh, you know, five days from the 5th through the 10th, you know, an opportunity for me to kind of recalibrate for the second half of the season, my teammates as well, some of the guys in the league. And then they they throw an all-star game on us like this and, and just breaks that all the way up. So, um, 
pretty much just kind of a slap in the face. Um, and, you know, we're also still dealing with a, with a pandemic. We're still de- dealing with everything that's been going on. And we're going to bring the whole league into one city that's open. Um, so, you know, obviously um, the pandemic has absolutely nothing to do with it at this point um, when it comes to that weekend. Um, so um, obviously you guys can see I'm not very happy about it, but it's out of my hands. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be there if I'm selected, um, but um, I'll be there physically, but not mentally. Mm. Bron has spoken. Huh? What do you think? A couple things. Number one, he's a LeBron looks fed up. He usually don't see him looking that fed up. He looks 100% fed up with that situation. Number two, he's spot on. First situation, rest, right? From a rest perspective, if you have the opportunity to get these guys playing back-to-backs, staying in cities overnight to play back-to-backs, in this condensed season, right, in which you already had to shorten it by 10 games, in which these guys were playing into October if you went into the finals, right? Why not take this time to give them that five days? No one is clamoring for the All-Star game. We've already made sacrifices this year. We get it. I wasn't even expecting an All-Star game. The NFL, who we know, who we know puts profit over everything else, even said the Pro Bowl is probably not a good idea, so we are not going to do it. But the NBA is going to hold an All-Star game. And of all places, of all places to hold the All-Star game, you say, let's go to Atlanta? So the NBA said, <laughs> hey, let's host a super spreader event in a city that's open, that likes to party, and is filled with strip clubs. Let's send all of our young players there. Because that's a great idea. Because the one thing you do when you're in Atlanta is sit in your fucking hotel room? Come on, man. Like, this is so stupid. In Atlanta? In Atlanta? At first I heard it was going to be Orlando. Okay, maybe that's acceptable. Nowhere near (laughs) as cracking as Atlanta, right? Atlanta? There's nothing in Atlanta to do but go to the strip club. Lou Williams had a business meeting in the strip club. That's what you do. It's a super spreader event. So forget the rest. You don't want to give these guys their five days, but then you say, no, we're going to double down on that and go to one of the biggest party, young black man, have a good time city in America. And you're going to bring all these guys there. And then you're going to expect the guys who aren't named LeBron James to sit in their hotel room over the weekend. Come on, man. Stop, stop yeah, it. It could get stop. ugly. Especially because when you're on the road traveling with your team this year, you're pretty much under a contract to not do anything. But we're going to give you five days in Atlanta. All these dudes have a chick in Atlanta. Trust me. Every single <laughs> one of them. Every single one of them. This what is so a, stupid. What? A, <laughs> I'm sorry for yelling. What happens if LeBron is like, I think he, he wants to show up for the fans. He, he, yeah, yeah, he has to. He can't. He's the ambassador of the league. It's a tough spot. He doesn't show up. He knows what happens, and that's and that's a bad look for his relationship with the league. That he needs to, in order for him to do what he does, his relationship with the it's a give and take a bit. And he's the ambassador. If LeBron's like, I'm not showing up. Guess what? KD's not showing up. James ain't showing up. None, none of the veterans who have been there before will show up. None of them. I think what you're getting at is yo. If you want to keep the relationship with the owners and one, and then eventually become an owner yourself, mm-hmm. you can push the envelope quite a bit. Yeah, 
you, you got to show up to all the functions. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and 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 I and I can tell you this right now. This is what he's gonna do. He's gonna pull up. He's gonna fuck around. He's gonna do what he's supposed to do. He's gonna play t- ten minutes in the game, and and probably hop on a flight at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna play fifteen minutes in the game and be like, "All right, we out of here." Yo, but this is the thing too. I think part of it is he's frustrated. Is that I bet you, I bet you, he's like. I'm gonna play all these fucking games. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing any load management. I'm gonna play all these games to start the season because I know I have a five day stretch in the 100%. middle. hundred percent. I'm gonna remember. I said he wasn't gonna show up till 2021, but yep. he did. And he Showed probably up. said, "I'm gonna get my five days as long as I get my five days to plug in and have my team work on me and do what I need to do to get refreshed." Because I'm fucking 36 years old and I'm about to go to my ninth NBA Finals in the last 10 years or whatever it might be. I need that time. My yes. teammates need that time. The rest of the league, but here, but and that the owner, it's like, who is asking for this? I don't want to see a slam dunk contest where dudes aren't on the sideline kicking it. Like that's right. half of it. Like, what is he wearing? Where's everybody going? What's what's the move? Who's sitting with who? Who has right. that status now? The where they're sitting in the front row. It's more of a fashion show and a spectacle. Like you're not gonna get that. I'm not interested in it. I'd rather give these guys the five days as a fan because I know they deserve it and pick back up because the basketball will be better. Well, yeah. You're already asking a lot. You just asked these dudes to spend three months in a fucking bubble in Orlando. Then like, you give nobody them wants that. Well, who in the play? And it's just the players' association. Who in the players' association is pushing, pushing for this? There, ha- it has to be 100 percent revenue related. I mean, obviously we know that, but like, it's, there has to be some TV revenue involved in those contracts. Three- yeah, 100 percent. The TV, the TV money, we just can't sacrifice any more dollars. Because we don't have fans and all that shit, but it, it, to me, it's absurd. And then in Atlanta, Atlanta, <laughs> that's what I can't get over. Atlanta, do this Salt Lake City. Atlanta's you might as well one, go to Vegas. Atlanta is one of the only people, only places that's open. But yeah, man, I think that's, I think, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, New Orleans. Let's do New Orleans, Mardi Gras. Like, come on, man, it's stupid, dude. Like, guys are going out in Atlanta. Everybody got a piece in Atlanta. Every half, you know, stop it, man. I'm, I'm, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's silly. I think, but him coming into the league for him not to take a night off all year yet, yeah, play every single game. There's no doubt in my mind, he's like, I'm getting ready to get five big days off with nothing to do in the middle, and then I'll recalibrate, like you said, Nick, and then we'll get, we'll get rocking and rolling straight into the playoffs, and I'll be ready to, to, to close out the year strong. Yeah, no doubt. So, I'm not asking for it. I, I would be pissed too if I was him, man. Especially his yeah. his status. Like I'd be really pissed. But like, like if he doesn't show up, it's a bad message. And it's one of those things where LeBron, it's it's he has to. This is his responsibility uh, based on his standing in the league. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, no doubt. But it is so, bullshit in Atlanta of all pl- Atlanta, the <laughs> strip yeah. club capital Wait, of America. So they- no, so are they? I mean, I don't know the details yet. Are they, are they gonna? What are the protocols right now? When you're on the road, you're not supposed to leave the hotel. The, the protocols would, or when you're at home or on the road, you can you have to avoid all gatherings. You're supposed to avoid bars, clubs, all those types of things. That's that's a break of protocol. So essentially, they're going to tell them to have an all star game with no people in the building. Could do in Atlanta. Te- do some television shit in Atlanta. In Atlanta, tell them they have to stay in their room. No Magic City. No, none of that. Stay in your room. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It seems it's like, okay, well, now my five, I thought I was going to be five days at the crib. Now I'm five days prisoner in a hotel room in Atlanta. Right. Yeah, that's tough. It's stupid. 
Like, I get it, man. There's something else you can do. Hey, man, you know what? We'll come back in the summer and we'll do a showcase for TNT for three days that they can televise. I don't fucking know. Like, work it out. Yeah. I mean, everybody's – you got to figure it out, man. And TNT might have to sacrifice a bit. Hey, man, y'all going to lose this All-Star game. It, it is what it is. Because that's a that, super right? spreader event. You're putting all the best players in the league around each other. God forbid one dude has COVID. Now they all got COVID. They've been sharing a locker room together. Right now you've been able to contain it by the team. Right? Right. Right. Now you got all these dudes sharing a locker room, sharing the ball, practicing together. One dude has COVID. You could knock out 10 got 10 of your most important players in the league. Yeah. Or at That's least quarantine them for 2 weeks after the break if there's a if there's a case. You just had a situation with this barber. I mean this whole the situation is so touch and go. No unnecessary risks. All yeah. you've done is try to mitigate risk since the beginning of this. Why would you bring in all this risk now? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. So we'll see what happens with that situation. LeBron is not happy. Um, I'm sure he'll talk to some folks, but it sounds awesome. like they're going to have to go and, and, and make the shit happen. But Rich, Rich Paul's on Fifth Avenue in the, in the office, in league office right on, now Rich. talking to somebody. He's like, hey, this isn't. This isn't right. Clutch, clutch, clutch won't be represented. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, clutch, is, clutch is staying home, which is half the league. Shut up, <laughs> and half, Shut the up coach, half the coaches and agents. And <laughs> all, all clutch. That's funny. <laughs> referees. Uh, yeah, referees. Clutch, yeah, clutch, clutch. Just, clutch just signed uh, Terry, Terry McCollum. Yeah, yeah. She's not, not showing up. All the new female referees, all represented yeah. by clutch. All They're clutch. not showing up. It's a bad look. He's got to stay united. <laughs> stay united. Show up. Hey, Mike, Mike Green, Mike Green can't call the game. He's clutch. Ernie Johnson can't, can't host. He's clutch. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't know uh, Kevin Holland was clutch? Yeah, he oh, you, didn't, make it. you didn't know the cameraman was clutch? Yeah, he's clutch. Yeah, clutch. Cowboy, clutch. clutch. <laughs> all, all time. <laughs> That's funny. That would be funny. Uber drivers, clutch. Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my, my advisor Rich told me I can't. can't yeah, I, I, I can't pick. I can't accept this ride. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Rich is on the phone. That's, That's funny. That is really funny. All right, let's move over NFL. Not Super Bowl, but the off season is just as popping. Obviously, right? A lot of things going on. Quarterbacks moving. We already know Stafford went to LA. Golf is now in Detroit. How does guy right now being talked about is Carson Wentz? Probably the most polarizing quarterback in the league right now, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Um, a lot of people. Uh, we're about to have a conversation about it, but a lot of people have essentially said this guy had forgot how to play football. He doesn't doesn't. Doesn't listen, does his own thing, tries to play backyard football, just do whatever he wants. That's Carson Wentz right now. He just signed, and this would be this first, this upcoming NFL season would be the first year of his new super max deal, you could call it. Um, I don't, I don't have the details in front of me, but I think it's like 150 million. Look up that deal for me and get the details on it. Four years, yeah. But this would be the first year of his new deal, and essentially. He doesn't want to play in Philadelphia anymore, but he's also coming off one of the worst quarterback seasons in quite a long time. So it's not a Deshaun Watson situation. Four years, one hundred twenty-eight million. Four years, one hundred eight of it is guaranteed. So 
Four year, one twenty eight, one oh eight guaranteed. I said one fifty. I thought it was like one forty nine, but yeah, that 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 sounds about right. One twenty eight, one oh eight guaranteed. This is not a Deshaun Watson situation where he's he he's signed, locked and loaded, and looking to move, and he could go anywhere he wants outside of maybe four teams. Um, this is like we said, one of the most polarizing guys in the league, coming off one of the most polarizing seasons in a division we've ever seen with the NFC East and what they did in Philly. With- and per- perpetually injured. Too. Yeah. Like that's, that's, he's, I think he's only played one healthy year in the NFL. Yeah. So. So even if you do think he's great, like you can't deny that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So there's people on ESPN that think he's, uh, he's a problem still. Olavsky thinks he's he's still really talented. Yeah, I'm not ready to say that he is write him off and he'll never be anything again. But you guys know where I stand on the Bears because as of a couple hours ago, big talk is that Carson Wentz would end up in Chicago. It's a really big Ryan Pace move. This would this I wouldn't this fits Ryan Pace to a T. Um, where are you at with Carson Wentz? What options does he even have, in your opinion? What options do Philly have? What would you do if you're Philly? What 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 would you do if you were a team looking for a quarterback? Yeah, so with Carson Wentz, um, and it was funny, man. I wanted to, before we talked about this, I wanted to look up the numbers and just kind of see where we were at and just how bad he's really been. And I think last year we watched the games, and there's there, there, what's happened last year has been talked about. He was they're awful. really bad. He was turning the ball over left and right, clearly playing out there with no confidence. Um, yeah. I don't think you can discount the fact that there was absolutely something going on inside the building, too. Like, it was clear that him and Doug Peterson just had negative relationship. Not even to say that they didn't have a relationship. It was a negative relationship. Like, right. Wentz didn't want to work with him. Peterson didn't want to work with him. Benched him, you know, did everything he could to, to essentially say, I don't want this guy. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, look, man, you look at the year before – 27 touchdowns, only seven interceptions with the team that, you know, I think that year was the year that he was getting all this praise for how he was playing because of how bad his weapons were, right? He was down to seventh and eighth string receivers and things like that. So I'm not ready to come out and say that he's done as an NFL quarterback and he's done being effective based off of last year. I just think last year was an awful year. Um, But I don't hold him in that high regard of what he looked like he could have been a few years ago before he got hurt and it looked like he was an MVP candidate. So with that being said, if the perception around the league is that he's very damaged goods and you can get him for cheap, right? Like cheaper than it would normally cost you to get a quarterback of that caliber. Cause we just saw even for the Jared golf deal. I mean, they had to attach some, some picks on there. Right. So, I mean, um, if you can get him for a solid deal, I wouldn't, hate it like i think i'm kind of like you are with it i'm kind of indifferent to it like i'm not banging down the door saying let's go get carson wentz like i am for deshaun watson right if you make this wentz deal please just let me know that you made a fair offer for deshaun Watson. if you are willing to spend draft capital right and mortgage the future for a quarterback just let me know that you were willing to send to make a better offer for watson and you just couldn't get it because you weren't willing to go that far that would be the only ask that i have but if you get wins for a second and a fourth or a second and a third, something like that, yeah, absolutely. I'm with it. 
Why not? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. If you go back and look at Wentz's best season as a pro, I think it's 2017 or 18, right around there. when he the year they won the Super Bowl. The year they won the Super Bowl. The numbers would be far and away the best the best bear season to ever to ever happen from a quarterback. It's so not even like, close. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So I think that's like let, – let's put that the in year he The year he got hurt, he, he had played 13 games, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, only completed – 60% of his passes, but uh, it was the second year in the league. I mean, yeah, he was, he was playing lights and, out. But I, and I think he had like he had like three or 400 rushing yards, too. Like, he was having a crazy year. Tell me, how many rushing yards did he have? And how many games are we talking about? He got injured in he like 13, – thir- He had 33 touchdowns in 13 games. 13 and one games. of those is the game he got hurt, so it's really 12 games. 12 and a half games, right. Yeah, yeah. And then rushing, he rushed for 300 yards. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, like, this was, he was about to be the – He was going yeah, to be the MVP. So, like, if, if – that guy still exists. Like, let's be honest. If he shows up in Chicago, that motivated up, and happy, yeah, exactly, and healthy, and puts up those <laughs> like, dude, that's the best. That's the best season from a quarterback in Chicago in history. Barkley and hands now. Yeah. It's not yeah. close, right? Yeah. So, that being said, I tweeted this right before we hopped on. The Bears are in no position to give up. I don't think any draft capital, unless we're talking about. Fifth and sixth round picks. Okay, well, that's not gonna happen. But like, maybe a five or a four. Maybe ones and twos for me are completely out of the question. This is the other thing. If <laughs> this is the other thing, if he comes to town, and we have to take. A mass majority of that deal, it's completely off the table for me. Don't mess up the cap anymore trying to save a guy that we don't know too too we don't know where he's at mentally, physically, and because he hasn't been since last year. But I will say this he didn't have any weapons last year, and it's uh it's an interesting situation. A lot of times on those deals, because this is kind of what happened with the golf deal, is when you end up trading for them. That signing bonus stays with the original team, right? Like the, the Rams are pay, are still on the hook for, as far as the cap is concerned, like $22 million of Jared Goff this year. Because when you take those signing bonuses, you end up spreading the cap hit throughout a few years, right? So if his depending on how his cap hit is spread out with that signing bonus, which is $108 million guaranteed, a lot of that money could stay with Philly in a trade, which is why it's not always in their best interest to trade him. You have to really want to be done with a player like the Rams were with golf to be able to say, look, I'm going to essentially have a $22 million in dead cap money, right? So that money doesn't always move over with the Bears. So if it's a situation where they owe him, you know, he's a $34 million cap hit, it looks like coming up. And we only have to absorb, you know, $14 million of that on our cap. Then that's a completely different deal. My issue with him isn't necessarily the play. It's the injuries. Like, I do think that he will play better in a different situation because I just think that that was a bad spot for him. But I would be worried that this guy just hasn't shown the ability to stay healthy as an NFL quarterback. So, yeah, it's also because he's running around doing all this crazy, goofy shit. But he does a lot of stupid shit. Right. That's what I mean. You know, a lot of the things last year were not like a talent thing. It was stupid shit. shit. And then after the game telling you, I did stupid shit because I wanted to and I thought it was the <laughs> yeah, right thing to do. Like, I'm not coming out saying, you know what, that was a dumb play. Like, no, I, I want to do that. I want to hold on to the ball as I'm in the grasp and then let it go. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yo, shout so, out. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Shout out Drew Castillo. He just dropped some some knowledge in the comments as well. He said, Wentz has never been good at the deep ball. Even in 2017 and 18, his best two-year stretch, he completed 39% of his passes for 12.1 yards in attempt. Last two years, that's fallen for 35% and uh, 10.2 yards per attempt. He said NFL average is 44% and 12.3. So that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, who's who? I think a lot with that deep ball shit comes down to his wide receivers, though. Yeah, you, have have deep, you have to have deep ball threats. Yeah, how many has Aguilar dropped, and how many have been to fifth, sixth receivers? But I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, shout out Drew for the for the for the info there. Chad in the comments said, "Do we really trust Pace and Nagy?" Uh, no, no, of course well, not. Co- well covered. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah. covered. Yeah. Kyle, look, look at every last Monday for the past, you know, yeah. six months. We, we we let y'all know how we feel on that one. No, so I wouldn't hate it though. I don't. I don't. Um, I wouldn't. I. I don't, I'm not. Again, I'm not banging down the door for it, but I wouldn't necessarily hate it. But yeah, I think it, what what kind of draft capital are we giving up? Because again, this team has already sacrificed a ton of draft capital for Foles, for Trubisky, and for Mac. And eventually, like you have to. Uh, you you, you got to rebuild give, through the draft. Uh, you, can't, you can't give away everything. You have exactly. to build depth. You, you have, have to build depth. You have to build depth and build it through the draft. I think um that's the biggest, biggest thing. I think if you could somehow oh, – For Watson, it, take it all. Yeah, that's the other thing. People – yo, that's the other thing. I'm reading that we're offering them possibly two ones in a in a two or two twos. Bro, if you're giving that up, then just give up, five, give up four or five ones then for Watson. That's right. my point. Let right. me know that this was your fallback option because if you've already – you're either – the only reason you're not in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes is because you don't want to sacrifice draft capital. So if you turn around and give up draft capital for Carson Wentz, it tells me that you're full of shit or you still have the same issue that you had with Watson – Four years ago. Only difference now is you've seen him play in the NFL and excel, and you still have that same problem. So if you're willing to mortgage your draft capital, right, if you're willing to trade that, then trade it for the better player. You can't be partially in. Go all in. At that point, what's a two versus a one when you're getting a player who's that much better? Exactly. Because if you trade for Deshaun Watson, I don't give a fuck what you give up. Because the chances of that becoming Deshaun Watson, even collectively, is small. So don't tell me you're not in Watson because you don't want to give up draft capital because the salaries are the same. Watson might make a little bit more, but at this point, it's it, it, it's apples to apples, right? So don't don't it, don't you dare get up there and tell me that. That's my problem with this move that we're all of a sudden Watson's been dangled out there for a month, and I haven't heard a single Bears rumor other than people saying that we should do it. But now. Went who I thought once they fired Peterson meant that he was staying in Philly. Now all of a sudden I'm hearing that we're the front runners and we're offering twos and ones. I swear if you put together a deal that includes a first round pick and you don't tell me afterwards that that deal was rejected by uh, Houston or a better deal was rejected by Houston, I swear I'm out. And I say that every year, I'm out. Because you have a problem with Deshaun Watson that no one else sees. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that, the thing. That, that's crazy to me. So you either want to hold on to your draft capital or you don't. You can't sacrifice it, some of it for one quarterback and not all of it for the other. Don't, the other is that much better. Don't half-step it and give up draft capital when you could go full blow and get a and get a bona fide superstar. Hey, you know the only question surrounding Deshaun Watson? Where is he going to go? Not how he's going to play when he gets there. Not is he going to be healthy. Where is he going to go? There are football questions around Carson Wentz. Those do not exist around Deshaun Watson. 
Perfect. And have not for a while. Now, the only questions that exist around Deshaun Watson are in your mind, Ryan Pace. You Perfect. fucking clown. <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll leave that there. Yo, I, I, as we get out of here, we're going to close the show up. I want to play you this clip. I was looking at some videos. A caller called in from Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50 was uh, Broncos, Cam Newton, and the Panthers. The Panthers were favored. This guy. The Peyton Manning Heist game? The Peyton Manning Heist game. The free Super Bowl he got on the back of Von yeah, Miller. Shout out, Von. Shout out, Von. Um, listen to this call-in. I, uh, I'm gonna, I got a couple of questions for you after. This is a call-in to Colin Cowherd's show, and he, he had bet some money on the Broncos. How much did you bet? I have personally over $100,000 right now bet on the game on a money line. Hold on, you you hear you you hear the accent, so I, I gotta. <laughs> you already know it's gonna be comedy, but I'm gonna ask you what you think about it after. How much did you bet? I have personally over a hundred thousand dollars right now bet on the game on a money line plus one eighty five. But this is like stealing money. Make no mistake about it, Colin. Normally, this situation does not happen. Better defense plus points with two weeks to prepare. Then you add the number one defense plus points with two weeks to prepare. All right. So last week, we took a call from a guy, and his name was Stu in New York, and he said he was going to bet $100,000 on Denver. Yes, I won $185,000. What? I posted up 100000 and on the money line, I got back plus 185000 So I won $185,000. Okay, Stu, Stu, Stu. I, why can't you take that $185,000 and you live in, do you live in Long Island? Where do you live? Yes, I live in Long okay. Island. Okay. Listen, Can you Colin, just stop? My, my mortgage is 10000 a month. My, my taxes are 44000 My insurance is 17000 okay. You know, I got a net three, 400000 net a year to live. I got okay. four boys and uh, I live large. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, folks said his, said his mortgage is ten grand a month. He said, "Where are you living? Mortgage, where, where are you living?" <laughs> he said, "My mortgage ten bands, taxes forty four. He said, "I live large, baby. I got four boys." It's a ten grand a month. Mortgage. I, I, first off, I loved that that <laughs> audio. It was awesome, and he was right, bro. You gonna get the best defense in the league? Points, Plus money with with time to and, prepare, and 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 a couple weeks to prepare. No, I'm not going. Defense for that. prepares better than offense. My question is for you, when would, uh, what, uh, do you, first off, do you believe him? And do you think that having four boys, you, you, you need to clear about 300 bands to, to live large? We need to bring on, we need to bring on our mans and ask them. Uh, shout out Jay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Hey, I have one kid and yes, bro. If you have four children, doc, if you have four children and you're not, yes. Like if, yeah, I yes, bro. If you if you have four kids and you make one hundred fifty thousand, you're probably broke out here in the streets, like for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yes, he, he was he was dead ass serious. He dead said, ass. He yes. was talking like, yo, I had to bet a hundred bands. I had to. Game. I needed that. <laughs> I needed that. It was it was what it was worth it was worth more to me out there than it was in my pocket. Yeah, four kids. I'm assuming he's married. He's got six people in the house. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, like what do you like, want? For? Kids in the multiples, man. I'll take my hat off to you because that should I, I I like my money too much. Yeah, I can't do it. That's a fucking chore. Dude, that's the same thing I say about like dudes with all these like fucking with all these chicks at the same oh, time. Oh it's my god, it's too much. It's too much. It's too on. much, man. 
you need, you need peace and quiet in your <laughs> like, life. You can't be juggling all these situations. I don't too much going too on much, for all that. Too the much money, too, too, much too, time, noise, too much time, too many stories, too many boxes. Too like much, it's just too, too much, too, bro. too many people to keep happy, man. I'm good. <laughs> I I have two people I need to keep happy. I'm not trying to add any more. Yeah, man. Um, shout out dark age in the comments yeah that could work bro shoot me a message man i'm not gonna bring that up on the show but yeah shoot me a message i'll i'll, I'll talk you through with that i could do that for a grand prix <laughs> yeah grand prix well hey, f1 I think we're like 15 weeks away grand prix and hey, we might have a great we have a formula one podcast coming <laughs> call yeah, it brother no. call it brothers on the grid <laughs> <laughs> straight up that dude I, I i'm excited to get to a, a race there's no uh, doubt about that all right, we'll leave it there. Super Bowl 55 Sunday, man. Make sure you get some good grub. Hang out with some good people. Not too many people, though. Um, yeah, no. Stay at home. Hey, what's on the menu real quick? Real quick. I Honestly, I don't have shit on the menu. You're not oh, air frying? I, I was, yo, I was legit. I, I, dude, I got so busy today. I was supposed to go watch the game uh, at Henry's house with his pops and shit. And hang out with his pops. But I was supposed to get a test today, but I, I fucking I ran out of time. COVID so, test? Yeah, a little rapid test. So maybe I'll go tomorrow, but I don't have anything planned. I got to get with it. What about you? Oh, man. Uh, I think I'm doing three. I think I'm doing three different types of wings. I'm going to do the teriyaki, yeah. the buffalo, and I don't know what I'm doing with the third one. Maybe the Parmesan garlic. Well, how are you going to grill them? How are you going to cook them? Smoke them on the trigger. Smoke? I don't like smoked wings. No, nah, they're not. But I smoke them at a higher. I smoke. It, it's not. It's not smoked at like 180 degrees, like true smoking. It's it's right. it's more of like a roasting. Okay. So they're okay. crispy. They come out crispy. I've sent you the pictures before. Gotta they come be out crispy. crispy. I mean, yeah, no, they have to be crispy. I don't if like there's the soft one wing. thing. If there's one thing that has to be crispy, dog, is your wings. I'm gonna I'm 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 go up to Costco tomorrow and see what they're talking about, man. Hey, look, grab that Costco membership. If you if you do any type of cooking and grilling and any of that. The Costco membership. Grab a second refrigerator and get the Costco membership and don't look back. Yeah, straight like that. Yo, Cody, flats all day, baby. I'm flats all day. Hey, wings, drums. Hey, Cody, drums. Drums. (laughs) Drums. Hey, that's it for me. That's it for No Catch Up this week. Make, uh, yo, Chiefs, lock it in. Go get some money. No Catch Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, iTunes, YouTube. You know the vibe, man. Holler at us. No catch us. Sports Talk via Chicago. We live.